Hi everyone, this is Val Sopi. And this is Bootstrapping SaaS. In this podcast, I share my journey to 10K in recurring revenue with ClaryTask.com. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 27. It's January 3rd, 2020. Uh, this is the first episode of this new year. Um, I have actually a big list of things I want to talk about. Um, I'm going to start with a few quick bad things that happened this past year and then move on quickly to the good things that happened, uh, which are plenty, to be honest. Uh, so there's plenty to be grateful about, even though the year could have gone a little better uh, financially. But overall, I think it was a good setup for uh, for maybe what's to come. Um, and then I'll move on to what I've been doing recently and what I'm currently doing now. Uh, so first, I want to start store that that. I can't talk. This is live, so this is my first one. Um, can't make a lot of mistakes, but if I do, just forgive me ahead of time. So um, uh, first things first, I want to give out a, a big shout out to my um, uh, highest uh, patron, biggest patron on Patreon. I started a Patreon page. Uh, so I want to start with uh, thanking Jace Richardson, uh, who's running RepoGuard, uh, that protects your GitHub repo. Blah, blah, blah. RepoGuard protects your GitHub repositories from common mistakes that cost time and energy to fix, uh, whether it's forced pushes to master or just bad commit commit messages. RepoGuard can help. Uh, visit RepoGuard.com for more info. Um, so yeah, thanks, Jace. I appreciate your support on Patreon, man. Uh, so a uh, few quick things that were uh, bad, I guess, last year. Probably they were good in a way. Uh, so I had uh, talks with two angel investors, uh, sort of around the same amount. Um, one was bigger than 20. It was around March or, or April. Uh, I think it was more than $20,000. And then the other one was just recently around October, November. It was for $20,000. And they uh, both um, didn't go past... Um, uh, closing, I guess. Uh, the second was I felt was a little bit closer to closing. There was more interest. Uh, didn't go through the first one. Um, uh, the person, the angel investor, he was based in New York. Uh, he just ghosted me, so he never replied or anything, which was pretty bad. But on you know, looking back, is is probably a good thing that happened. So, um, and then I applied to Tiny Seed twice. Uh, so I guess there's four failures and. Um, in the department of raising funds. So the first tiny seed application that I made was their first call, which was uh, when uh, the year started. I had just uh, launched ClareTask and uh, didn't have many clients, uh, no users whatsoever, no revenue. I applied then. Um, the, um, the rejection was expected. And then I applied again this past uh, December and they sent the email saying that they're not interested to move past uh, my application. Um, I was talking to a few friends who actually applied to it and they had interviews, and their MRRs are bigger than mine, much bigger than mine. So, you know, I was thinking maybe they are looking for higher MRR, uh, somebody that's sort of um, proven already. Um, even though their application says you should have something between zero to 1,000, dollars in MRR, I think um, what's probably happening, they're getting a lot of more quality applications and uh, I can't blame them if they're uh, looking for an opportunity that is uh, 
more ready to uh, get closer to the ARR that they're looking for. And I think what they're looking for is at least a million uh, per year, so about 80-some thousand per month. Uh, so if that opportunity shows uh, in their front step, I think they will take it and they can look past uh, startups or products like mine. Um, one thing I liked about Tiny Seed was that, you know, Rob runs it and I respect a lot of what they've done and I follow their podcast. Um, so um, I think that was one of the reasons that I would I wanted to have sort of Rob um, by my side, sort of guiding me as I navigate the bootstrapping world, as I grow Claritask, but that didn't happen, so I will continue on my own. Um, so let me move on to good things. So I launched Claritask, which was um, very big for me because I coded it myself. Um, not that I wanted to do that, but it was more of necessity because I couldn't afford uh, developers. I had spent all my money in previous products. And uh, I was working with client work and having a family, so there was no other way but to teach myself coding and build Claritask from scratch and launch it. So uh, I launched it, and then I think 17 days later, I got my first paying client, which was huge. Um, it was a friend of mine who runs the company that is uh, VC-backed. They have about $8.7 million in, um, in investment so far, and they uh, brought their entire team to Claritask, which is really cool. And then after that person, um, uh, three other payments happened quite quickly. And I already had some users because I had invited a few companies that I'm friends with to use Claritask um, yeah, free forever. So they don't have to pay regardless of how many people they're growing to because they came in my alpha stage and they were very instrumental in guiding sort of my feature build and how they were using it. So it was, um, their responses were very valuable and that helped me a lot, so they're on the free tier. Uh, so um, revenue-wise, I made about $1,546, so $1,546 from Claritask in total. So this is pre-tax, pre pre-Stripe fees. Uh, so that's the actual number. So $1,546, which is not that bad, uh, but it's not you know what I wanted. I wish I'd, I had more. Um, February, I have a goal to have been at 500. Um, we're in January right now. So if I reach 500 by the end of February, that would be, you know, a miracle. So let's see what happens. And then I had about $300 in ads uh, from a few ads that I, ads that I ran in, um, in this podcast uh, back in September and October. Uh, another good thing is that currently Claritask is at 75 daily active users, which is pretty cool, I think. Uh, so 75 people um, use Claritas on a daily basis. They're actually inside the app. And then weekly, I think it's about 120. So 120 different different users come to Claritas to manage their tasks, etc. Um, and then uh, one important thing was that I, I truly embraced the bootstrapping sort of way of building products. Um, even though I was saying it before, I was still looking for investment in a way even though I wanted to run it as a uh, sort of small-ish company where I make the decision, I don't rush anything because I think even if you're on Tiny Seed, you know, or any other one, the investor is gonna want their money back somehow. So even though their mantra might be that, you know, they're sort of taking it easier, etc., it's still, you know, you need to be working with goals, which is not, not a problem, but 
um, sometimes I feel that could um, inhibit what the product could be. I don't know. Could be true. So anyways, uh, I truly embrace that that way of building a product. So financing, fi financing it, it, it myself uh, with the money I make from client work, uh, which I was trying to give it up, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I've tried giving it up so many times, but... I can't, you know, I, I need the money to run Claritask. So until Claritask will make around $2,000 per month or 1000 at least, I won't be able to truly um, give up client work because I have expenses. I have two kids, uh, wife, so uh, we have a lot of expenses, daily expenses just to live. So uh, I can't really do that until Claritask can support that lifestyle. And then another important thing was that I made a ton of friends who are on the same boat. And uh, one of the biggest reasons was uh, this podcast. So every time I do an episode, uh, somebody will write me about a thought they had or an idea they had about some something I'm struggling with. It, it was always about helping me somehow. So there was nobody, you know, asking me about a favor of any kind at all. It's just people, you know, uh, writing me either via Twitter or email and saying, hey, you know, I listened to your episode and then um, I knew you are trying to do this. So wh how about you try this, you know? So that's really cool. So I really like that. And um, if you're building something, uh, you should really give podcasting a try. Uh, it's, um, it's not easy because I, I do it every week and sometimes uh, you're just so burned out and you don't want to do it. But I think it's important to keep up with... Uh, uh, with your promise uh, and be consistent even if you're going to record like uh, five ten minutes uh, just quickly to say what happened then that's still a good thing so i encourage you to do it i'm using transistor fm to host my podcast so you can you know you can do the same thing um i have about 200 listens at this moment per episode which is plenty i'm very lucky i'm very happy about that um it's a lot listens for a single episode I would have been happier with 30, honestly, just 30 people. So 200 is a little bit a lot and sort of gives me uh, sometimes um, the pressure to to really find out what to share, the important bits, uh, and not drag on and on like I'm doing right now. <laughs> so um, uh, let me move on to recently what I've been working on. So I talked about Tiny C, the angel, and then uh, one actually one thing I wanted to do which could have changed the way I'm doing bootstrapping is that I wanted to apply for a loan, a bank loan. And I actually got approved for it, got asked to go in and sign. Um, but before I did that, I uh, wrote a question on the Mega Maker Club, which I'm a part of. Um, and then I um, actually asked my friends there saying, um, you know, the way I, I'm going to take the loan and what I'm going to do with it. And then a lot of people actually talked me out of it, which I'm very thankful for. So the way I wanted to uh, do it was to, to get the $20,000 loan and then um, uh, actually pay the loan back with the loan. So the idea was this. Um, I would pay back the loan for uh, 450 per month and then pay myself about uh, 1200 So in total, that would have been uh, 1650 per month that I would pay back to the bank. And by the end of the year, uh, that amount would be gone, right? So I will take the $20,000 loan, pay myself and pay back the loan with the loan. And then on December, I'll be left with no money. And the idea was to push Claritask 
in every which way possible that I can to get it to 2K MRR. And if by October I didn't reach that amount, I can pause on Claritask and then think about other things I can do, either get a remote job or uh, get more client work, etc. And the worst case scenario being that I would um, I would be left with a 450 uh, monthly payment uh, for the next four years. So that was the idea. So I put my question in Mega Maker Group, and then a bunch of people were like, "No, you know, don't do that because uh, you know, paying loan, paying the loan with the loan." To begin with, that's like an incredible mistake because you can be left with a, you know, with a bill that uh, you're going to be paying forever. You can't move to other things that you can't do, you know. So, and the biggest actually thing was that I, um, Claritas doesn't have a channel yet that is um, uh, sort of uh, bringing in new clients, bringing in new leads. So I don't have a proven channel or the product itself doesn't have, I don't feel like it does have a product market fit. Um, so I'm still searching for that, and without do uh, because of these two things. Uh, first one being paying the loan back with the loan, and then the second one, Claritas not having the right um, the proper channel to market itself. Um, it's really risky. So, and I sort of felt that I was as I was reading the comments and some comments to uh, actually um, point out. Uh, I have them right here. So, uh, Suvansh Bansal. He says, uh, I'm never a fan of running a startup with a ticking time bomb um, till you can avoid it, even more so with a bank loan staring at me every day. Uh, Elko says, um, he says pretty much all questions. Oh, I said that actually. So Elko, my friend, he mentioned oh, a bunch of things and I agreed with most of them. You know, like um, he had a bunch of questions like, what did you do last year to get to $150 per month? What did you not do? Is there anything you did last month that might help you come you the coming months, what do, you, what do current customers tell you about your current offering, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, what about churn trial? So he had a lot of questions and, you know, they were all pointing out to, you know, being risky taking this loan. Um, then Dominic said, but it's impossible to predict and until you're certain to have two, three channels of converting customers to focus on being full-time might not help at this moment. So yeah, uh, that was one of the big reasons of not having a proper channel. Um, yeah, so... Um, and then Jamie said, you don't seem to have nearly enough evidence that there's any potential here and the downside is pretty terrible. Uh, Jay says, debt is a massive deterrent to do anything in the future. Uh, Louis, he says, uh, he actually, Louis says something interesting that when he took out a loan um, to do something with his startup, uh, he was sure that the product itself, the business itself would be able to pay back the loan from the business. So not the loan paying back the loan like I was trying to do. And uh, Helen says, honestly, no, I wouldn't recommend taking the loan. It puts you further away from your goal of, of financial independence, not closer. And then his, uh, Helen, she says, having less time on Claritask will mean you have to have laser focus on the things that move the needle and nothing more. Um, so, yeah, um, these were all the things that talked me out of it. I didn't take the loan. I was very happy. I called the bank, said, nope, not doing it. They were very excited to give the loan to me. Uh, I don't know how they approved me, to be honest. Um, uh, the numbers that I showed them, they're not that great from the client work that I did during the year. But um, the agent at the bank said he uh, he said uh, it's really not a big deal to get a $20,000 loan. Uh, once you start moving up 20000 then you need to prove a lot of things. So 20s, we give them quite easily. 
So I don't know. It seems very irresponsible from them um, just to not filter people out at, like, you know, like more. So, yeah. So that's what happened recently. And I launched my page on Patreon since I'm fully bootstrapping. So I'm trying to create new channels of income. I will continue taking client work. As for Claritask, I will continue selling and marketing and more, uh, less building. Um, Building-wise, I will focus on bugs, uh, iterations, improvements, fixes, and maybe a feature here and there that is uh, highly requested and that could potentially make a dent. So feature-wise, that's that's where Claritas stands. It's pretty complete. It works fine for the moment. It does what it's promising to do, um, but I will focus mostly on marketing and and, and sales. So... Um, uh, so let me see here. Um, all right, so um, pricing right now is at $20 per month. So I went down from $90 per month to $29 per month, and there's a reason behind that. Uh, so um, uh, why did I do that? Uh, I had a, uh, first uh, ninety dollars. Uh, nobody was saying anything. Nobody was complaining, but I wasn't getting any registrations. Uh, when I was talking to someone, uh, a lead, a potential customer, they didn't say anything about the price, but they were sort of stared at me uh, without any reactions, even, even either if it was offline, me talking to them, or online, there would be a pause. Uh, it wouldn't be a rejection. It would be just, um, you know, just a quiet sort of pause. So I took it down all the way to $29, $29 per month for the first 10 people and then $9 for every 10 other people. So it's basically a dollar, I think, a dollar. For the first um, for the first 10, it's about $3 per user, and then it goes down to $1 per user. Uh, just testing at this point, I'm not really sure. Uh, I might even go lower at 19 per month. I want to move every barrier possible from uh, people's objection to sort of join Claritas. So I don't want the price to be a talking point. Um, I want to. I want it to be just an afterthought uh, if I can. And honestly, I can afford that. Um, so I think for every uh, 100 users, it costs me about $20 in resources, which I feel is a lot. Uh, so I can optimize Claritask so it works, um, it works a bit leaner. But anyway, I'm not going to do that right now. My point is to uh, grow the user base, grow revenue. If I need to increase my servers, my resources, I can do that. So I can still afford having a company uh, of 10 people for $20 per month. Um, I know people say you should charge more, but I had this thought the other day, you know, and uh, in my town here in Pristina, there's a lot of coffee coffee shops. And usually a couple of my friends actually had coffee shops and uh Usually what happens with a coffee shop, when you open a coffee shop, first people that show up are people, are your friends. Um, if they like it, they're going to recommend it to their friends, etc. So my sort of train of thought was, um, uh, this is what I asked myself. So out of all my network, all the people that I know, online mostly, not offline. So out of all the people that I know, uh, what would they pay? Why, what would be they, you know, what would they be okay paying uh, for a uh, app like Claritask. Um, not that they are targeted, uh, my, my target clients, not that 
they are potential leads, etc. They will probably, they don't even use maybe a task management app or they use a free one. But just to sort of think what my network can afford. Because my network, even if they don't use it, they might recommend me. And when they recommend me to their friends or to somebody that has a company that could use ClarityTask, they could potentially not have that as an obje- objection. So say someone goes to their friend and says, hey, I know about this tool, ClarityTask. You know, it's really inexpensive. You can give it a shot. It's like $29 per month or $19 per month. And, uh, you know, you should try it if you like it. You know, it's it's pretty much pocket change for people, for 10 people, you know. So thinking that, thinking about my network and what people in my network would be uh, able to pay and what would they be okay recommending ClarityTask to others, that, that was the number that I came up with. Um, it's just an hypothesis. I really don't know if there's any truth in what I'm saying. It's just explaining the train of thought that I had when I did that. So, um, uh, and I don't know anyone... I don't know anyone in my network that pays ninety dollars for for a project management app, um, and also ninety dollars felt like I have to do a lot of sales calls and a lot of pushing and uh, long cycles, which I can't really afford. And one of my friends said, uh, actually, he's a he's an offline friend, so he said, um, you know, the good thing about nineteen dollars is that when somebody leaves, it's only nineteen dollars, you know. But if you have like a fifty or a ninety dollar client. And they leave, and that's a pretty big dent, you know, especially if you're not targeting to have, like, hundreds of clients. So it's it's pretty pretty, pretty big of a dent. So I'm going with these reasonings uh, for now. We'll see what happens. Um, right now it's $20, $29 per month for first 10 people. I've also introduced a free, um, a free plan, which is three people with 10 projects and one workspace. And the reason I did that is that I want really anyone to use it, um, even if they're never going to pay for it. Maybe they get a job somewhere and they recommend ClarityTask to their boss and that would be a pretty okay um, uh, growth channel. So I want to do that. And also they will help me with feedback. Uh, I can get more information about what they're trying to do, et cetera, with ClarityTask. Excuse me. Uh, so that's that's what I'm going for. Um, yeah, so... Um, uh, that's as far as pricing goes. The next in line is that I will try to focus, not try to focus, I will actually focus on this podcast more. Now that I'm running my Patreon and uh, I already have about $27 per month in support from two patrons, uh, Jason Marot. Um, so uh, I'm very thankful for that and it's making me more uh, accountable actually to keep up with this. So I will do, I will keep up with this. And I had a thought about actually uh, closing my um, my openness with ClarityTask and showing the numbers that I have. But I'm actually going to go an extra step and actually share a little bit more of what I'm making uh, from other sources uh, in uh, uh, as I'm running ClarityTask. So if I make, so the money that I will make for uh, from clients, from consultants and clients, I will share those numbers too. And then I will also share uh, what amount of that money I'm taking to pay myself, um, and then any other details like expenses of ClarityTask, etc. Uh, I'm keeping this closed for now for uh, patrons uh, on $20 tier. So uh, anyone that's on $20 tier will get all the all the nitty gritty of behind the scenes of my financial life, which is pretty weird just saying it, but yeah. 
just go, I'll, I'll go with um, an extra step in this transparency thing and then see how far I can, I can keep it up like that. So I'll share um, the money that I make from, uh, from client work, uh, money that I make from Claire task, uh, Patreon, uh, obviously, which is, which is open. You, anyone can see that. And then I will share the expenses. So what I'm paying myself and then what expenses I have for Claire task. That's, that's what I will be sharing moving forward. Um, all right, let me see what's next in line here. Um, I will, I'll continue cold emailing, um, uh, these two lists that I have of targeted leads, uh, which are leads from Inc. 5,000 companies. I will email those uh, around 10, January 10th, probably, as they come back from holidays. And then I will email a couple of leads that I got from Technology Advice where I was paying for $60 per lead. And they were non-exclusive, so uh, someone calls Technology Advice, asks them about um, a suggestion from them about the criteria they have about a project management app, and then they shoot that lead to a couple of com products like Claritask, and then it's our job to close it. Uh, excuse me. Uh, so um, uh, I will try to talk to those leads. I think it's about six of them that I have from them, and I stopped it because I'm gonna pay $300. And I have a little bit over that in my Claritask bank account. So yeah, that's gonna be a bill that I will pay out um, in January. Um, there were some pretty good companies actually. Uh, they're hot leads. However, the biggest sort of thing that, um, that I don't like about it is that uh, those leads are, sh are shared with, uh, I don't know how many other products, companies. And then most likely those companies have uh, sales teams and when I spoke to technology advice, because I wasn't getting emails back from these leads, they said, oh, you should try at least 10 times to talk to them. So email, call, email, call, leave a message, etc. So you have to be very aggressive with them. And I was like, mm, I don't know, $60. I would have expected to be a little bit more warm. Uh, 10, 10, 10 times to contact someone, it's, uh, it's a bit much if I'm paying for it. I could do probably the same with just a lead I find for free online. I don't know, I could be wrong. I'm not a salesperson. Um, I really want to get away as much as I can from sales. Um, maybe that's one of the reasons I dropped my prices so people upgrade on their own, cancel on their own, and then I can talk to them if I need feedback uh, or some customer development sort of discussions. Um, so yeah, uh, I think that's about it. Um, I'm gonna try w uh, two more things I wanna share. So health-wise, I have started again with intermittent in, intermittent fasting. Can never say that word right. Uh, uh, so right now I'm doing, I did it back in October for 12, 12, 12, which wasn't that hard really. I mean, that's what we basically do. And then I moved it to 14, but then I stopped because I couldn't sort of tie it in with my workouts. So I didn't know how, I was, didn't have time to read enough on it. So right now I'm doing 16, eight. So I am going 16 hours without eating but I'm drinking teas, water, coffee, no sugar, uh, and then I'm eating for the other eight hours, which is kind of hard because um, I guess I eat a lot and I see that I have to fit everything in eight hours and I find myself eating every 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 hour, every two hours I'm eating. So today I had like three big meals, breakfast, snacks, but all healthy, I'm trying to stay. But I'm not reading on it yet. I know some things about, about it, and I will try to read a little bit more and see how to tie it in with my workouts. But I love it. Um, 
sleeping on an empty stomach. Uh, it's so great waking up on an empty stomach. It's lighter. I don't really uh, don't feel hungry. Um, just that I want to get my calories in. I don't want my my muscles to go down if I'm going to be working out. Um, I don't want to lose muscle, you know. So that would be detrimental to what I'm trying to do. So no sugar, uh, no snacks, uh, no processed stuff of any kind as much as I can. Uh, also another thing that I'm trying to do now that I'm fully bootstrapping, trying to save, trying to be very stingy, I'm going to try and go uh, with $0 per day and stuff that I would normally buy when I go to work, like coffees, uh, eating out, etc. So I'll take my lunch to work, um, prepare it at home. So I'll pretty much eat and drink everything that's in my fridge at home and um, uh, drink coffee that I have at my co-working space in my in my drawer and then spend $0 per day on, on stuff that I was uh, spending before because I would, you know, I would spend a lot. I would buy a coffee, uh, maybe two, and then eat out, um, just, you know, spend without control. But now that I really want to um, uh, make Claritask work with uh, the money that I make from client work, I really want to save because the more I save, uh, the longer I can stay without client work and focus on Claritask, um, on marketing sales initially. So, um, yeah, uh, so that's that's all for the show today. Uh, probably went, uh, oh, okay, so it's 30 minutes. I thought yeah, I, I've been speaking for about an hour. I felt boring to myself. I hope uh, I, I hope I didn't bore you. So, a uh, quick shout out to my Patreon uh, supporters: uh, Jace Richardson, RepoGuard.com, Merot Mohavedi, who is the first actually support on Patreon. He runs Zebul.com. It's spelled with an X. Everything will be on the show notes. And if you want to support me on Patreon, you can go to Patreon.com/slash. Boot Sass.